Hello and welcome to the Carolina Snowflakes podcast, where two Southerners come to terms with their liberal snowflake tendencies. We're your hosts. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jason. (laughs) And we're here with this week's episode of the Carolina Snowflakes podcast. This one's called, Did Brandon Go? Question mark. Because we're going to answer if Brandon went or not. Because we don't know. Because we really don't know. But... I thought about calling it that mostly because we haven't really talked about anything topical like in the immediate news in a little while. Usually we try to stay on like whatever's politically prescient in the news, whatever's going on. Uh, But we've been doing a few, uh, last few episodes haven't really been topical in the moment. And I thought maybe we should do a catch up episode on like politics and what's going on in that realm. And uh, well, what's going on in that realm is that there are everyone's saying, let's go, Brandon. It's everywhere. It's fucking everywhere. It's on t-shirts. Uh-huh. And dances and there's hats. There's a song. There's a yeah, there's a song for Let's Go Brandon that <laughs> people are posting it everywhere. There's a um some some club, the Patriots Club in Asheville, has a giant like electric billboard that's like paid for by Patriots Club and it says Let's Go Brandon with big with the stars. Yeah, it's everywhere. So if you don't know about Let's Go Brandon, I guess we should tell the audience. Yeah, I mean, if if you've been under a rock. Yeah, if you somehow have missed <laughs> this or don't know what it is and are afraid to ask now, never fear. I I can tell you the story. It basically went uh, at a NASCAR race like a few months ago in Alabama. The crowd started to chant, fuck Joe Biden. And uh, NASCAR, like, they didn't really, they don't really like that, that being on television. Um, and then an NBC reporter for NBC Sports was talking to a driver, Brandon something. I don't even know his last name. Brandon Brown. Brown or something like that. And they were talking to the driver uh, in, a, in a post-race interview. And he said, yeah, the crowd here was really behind you. They were chanting, let's go, Brandon. And that clip kind of went viral because they were chanting, fuck Joe Biden. Did the reporter really hear it and think it was, let's go, Brandon? Or was he just trying to save face? Who knows? It doesn't really matter. No. But the right has seized on it as a way to say, to winking and nudgingly say, fuck Joe Biden, but not really. Yeah, it's supposed to be this like, hurdy dirty dirty, her her, we're so funny, look at us, we're using code to communicate. Right. I guess that's what it is. Yeah. Um, It's pretty dumb and pretty lame, but I have to say... It is kind of funny <laughs> that they, they, they would change it to Let's Go Brandon, especially with no context of who Brandon is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I find that a little bit funny. Uh, I mean, it's just I just find it funny because it, they are too scared or something to just say fuck Joe Biden. Yeah. I mean, that's funny, too. Like, why not just say it? I kind of just find it funny when you take like a regular normal name and don't like attach anything to it. So like... Especially when people name their pets like normal names, like when they have this like really exotic like bird, and they're like, "His name's Pete." That's fucking Pete. <laughs> uh huh. Um, I, I like that. I find it cute, and I also find it funny. And so when I hear "Let's go, Brandon," and no context for who Brandon is, my brain can run wild, and I just picture it's like somebody's parakeet or something. <laughs> just there's Brandon. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, to me that's kind of funny. Um, just the regular basicness of the name Brandon is funny to me. mm Hmm. Um, but you and I came up with something much funnier, a funnier way to say, uh, fuck Joe Biden. Yeah. And we made a whole episode on it called, uh, Buck Fight and Attorney at Law. <laughs> right. We were very clever. We I, used our brains. I feel like if they were doing that, 
I would find it funny. We used our goodly brains. We did. We used our goodly big brains and came up with actually... (laughs) A play on words. A funny play on words to say, fuck Joe Biden. It's so funny that I was scared to put it out because I didn't want them to get a hold of it. That's true. We had great reservation about, like, do we release this Mm -hmm. trademarked something we poured our souls into coming up with because they might steal it. Yeah. Little did we know. That they were going to go with uh, something much dumber. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, in the end, that's where we're at. But I find the whole thing crazy because you apparently can just say fuck Joe Biden in public now. (laughs) Yeah, you can. Which is just mind-boggling to me. But they would rather say let's go Brandon because it's – funnier yeah i guess it's funnier it's like a meme it's a well it's part of the kind of tribalism of like we're in a exclusive club yeah it is it's like a call for your you can put let's go brandon on whatever you're wearing yeah. or doing your bumper sticker and it's like a wink to yeah what's well, like any QAnon shit or any yeah. kind of other bullshit yeah. mm-hmm. um I kind of appreciate it alerting me to the fact that you're a douchebag, which is yeah, cool. That you're, yeah, kind of stupid. But I, I, I just, it's such a crazy phenomenon. I, I thought it would go away. I didn't even think we were going to have to do an episode about it, but it, it's not going anywhere. No, it's still around. In fact, um, I did read that NASCAR has gotten pretty upset about it because someone or some ones have taken the NASCAR logo and they're now putting it with the Let's Go Brandon phrase on merchandise. Oh, yeah. And that's a big no-no. Yeah, I bet they're pissed. And NASCAR is like not only going after those some ones for doing that, but also coming out and putting out statements of like, we are not political. We Uh do not condone this. You know. Yes, you are. I hate to say it, NASCAR. I mean, they kind of are, but like at the same time. They just banned Confederate flags, so they're behind. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) one step at a time, okay? Yeah. Um, There's like one black guy that drives, and that's it. So, but they're, they don't want to be the party of Republicans, at least not on. The face of it. Yeah, well, too late. Or the whatever, the sport of Republicans. That's what I I say. They should just embrace it and go full fog on it and just like have (laughs) Trump race, Trump speedway. Just roll with it. Well, I can tell you for sure that not all NASCAR fans are Trump pansies. I know that for fact. I believe that. Mm hmm. But I feel like the majority of them are. The majority are, but not all. It's like, um, like, like I love wrestling, but if you told me that wrestling fans on average were like poor white trash, I wouldn't argue with you. I love wrestling, and I know they're not all poor white trash, but most of them are. Yeah, well, whatever. I'm just, I'm letting it be, in case anyone is listening who likes NASCAR and yeah. is also a snowflake like or us. Or if you like wrestling. Yeah, or wrestling. I love wrestling. We're not lumping. We are not saying all. No, I don't want to say all, but most. You know who you whose company you're in. I feel like you know better than anybody. Yeah, yeah. But as far as the the let's go, Brandon, there's been not only all the different things. Politicians have gotten involved in it now too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Bill Posey, who's a Florida mm-hmm. rep, um, ended a speech with "Let's Go, Brandon" on the House floor. On the floor of the House. Like what the fuck? Uh. <laughs> the house floor and then south carolina representative jeff duncan wore a mask with let's go brandon across it see i don't know part of me likes the fact that you could put 
it's stupid. It's a shitty joke and it's dumb and it's lame. But the fact that he put a joke into something in the house floor as a principle, I'm not necessarily that opposed to. It's a place that could use a little humor. But what if he had ended his speech with fuck Joe Biden? Then they would like uh, censor him, whatever that is. They censure? S- censure, whatever that is. Let's send him a stack of papers. I don't know. <laughs> send him a stack of papers. Yeah, I don't get fined. I have no I have idea. I have no how this idea. Works. Paperwork is what I assume. But essentially, that's what he did. He just didn't say that. He's, yeah. And he... so he doesn't have to do the paperwork. Right. I that's guess. I, that's my guess. I guess. But I still, so. that's essentially what he did at the end of. I mean, we have Matt Gates showing like porno to other people on. <laughs> the floor of the, the house so i mean <laughs> that's true speaking of matt gates i read a tweet from someone who, who had the funniest thing to say about the let's brandon <laughs> so they said if you want to say fuck joe biden you can just say it using a code phrase and then running off giggling is so infantile i'm surprised matt gates hasn't tried to fuck it <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. And then another one that I read said, let's go. Brandon is code for quote. I'm an ignorant, gullible maggot who can't get over my con man's loss. And I need a new way to show the nation just how stupid I am. (laughs) I guess it's kind of something like that. Yeah, but there's also been criticism from the left towards the left on this. Yeah, I could see that. In saying, like, you're getting triggered. Yeah. (laughs) You're letting yourself get triggered by Uh this stupid phrase that Republicans are using to trigger you. You're falling into the trap. Oh, yeah. It's definitely, there's a trap there and you're falling into it for sure. So are we? Are we triggered? I'm not the least bit triggered. I'm not triggered. I'm amused, though. I mean, I'm disappointed. Usually... I would say I'm disappointed because usually the right wing memes are kind of funny in some ways. Um, like like the Peppy the Frog thing. I think everybody thinks he's gross or whatever, but there were some fucking funny Peppy the Frog memes that I saw on the internet. And there were things that I laughed at that were right wing memes because they were pretty good at memes. That's If they're not good at that, I don't know what the fucking point is. I admit I sometimes f- laugh at right-wing memes yeah they're pretty good at memes because when their portrayal of yes. democrats in it's particular is hilarious yeah sometimes it's pretty funny and so this is why i i think i'm saying i'm disappointed by this because it's a right-wing meme but it's so not it's not the normal level of right-wing yeah memes. it's not the caliber we expect when i can usually at least laugh from like an ironic point of view or mm-hmm. like kind of poking fun at, at myself I can see that in a, in a meme usually, but this one I got nothing. It's just pretty lame. And it's not even as funny as the joke I came up with. I know. That, I think that's our disappointment, really. Yeah. They didn't take the buck fighting and run with yeah, it. Yeah. I, I mean, the sentiment, I get it. I, I thought fuck Donald Trump all the time, but I mean, I, it wasn't something I would yell. I, it wasn't something I would put on a t-shirt. Um, yeah, no. But, or stay on the House floor yeah. while he was president. Yeah. No. I mean, I remember being shocked when, when I would go to concerts as a kid and I'd see t-shirts that would have cuss words on them and be like, oh my God, I didn't know you could print the word fuck on a shirt. Well, it's because we went to public schools where they told you you couldn't wear shirts. Yeah, I with. thought it was just illegal. Yeah. <laughs> Until like recently. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I thought it was just illegal to have <laughs> cuss words on your shirt. Um, no, it's just, just in poor taste. Yeah, apparently it's just in poor taste, which mm-hmm. I had no idea. I've actually seen uh, around town something even worse than Let's Go Brandon, something even stupider. Mm. Um, this, Although it's more direct, I'll give it that. 
I saw it was like a Jeep, like a big black Jeep and huge stickers. I mean, probably two foot tall letters as big as the back of the Jeep. It says F and then there's an American flag and then the K. So the American flag makes the U and the C. Uh. Joe Biden <laughs> and giant letters on the back of this Jeep. And then he had like two American flags and a bunch of Trump stickers on his, wow. on his shit. And I was like, well, so apparently you can just write fuck Joe Biden in giant letters on the back of your car, and it's just acceptable now. And use the American flag as two of those letters. Yeah, and like that's just perfectly fine to do now. Well, at least he wasn't beating around the bush with the let's go Brandon That's the thing. Do you give him credit for being a little bit more direct, or do you penalize him for being crap? (laughs) It's hard to to say. I don't know. I, I think I'd just stay away from him on the road. Yeah. I saw another truck. This is like uh, uh, the day after. This was on the highway, so I couldn't really do anything. Like, I wanted to take a picture, but I it was driving. Mm-hmm. But I see this sticker, and it's it's like maybe a foot tall, and it's the it's it's like the Calvin pissing on whatever thing, like the NASCAR one where it has Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes, and he's peeing on something. Except it's a guy in a Trump hat that's doing the peeing, mm-hmm. and he's peeing on Nancy Pelosi, like a cartoon picture of Nancy Pelosi, mm-hmm. and it says. Pelosi with a line through it. Oh. And it's a guy with a Trump hat peeing on her. That was a sticker he just like had on the back of his shit. He let us know how he felt. I just, I'm just, my mind is, who would do, who would do such a thing? (laughs) Those people? I mean, you're gambling that any cop that gets behind you isn't going to see that and be like, well, I'm going to fuck with this guy. Um, let's get real for a minute. Most cops and especially the ones around here are most likely going to agree with that sticker I guess sentiment. that's true. I mm-hmm. guess that's true, but you're still still seems like a gamble to me. You never know. Like you get you the one, you get the one exactly. lefty liberal snowflake state trooper. Yeah, the one cop that listens to this show <laughs> and he's going to pull you over and give you a hard time. Yeah, well, good. What's this meth I found? <laughs> What's this? Well, you know they've got meth. That's the thing. Meth, so AR15. To me, it's kind of like it's kind of like, it's like putting, like, I'm a drug dealer on the side of your car. Like, it's not a good idea. Drugs here with it, the aeroplane. Like, generally speaking, <laughs> you're just increasing your risk at being fucked with by the police. Mm-hmm. But this is, this shows you how white people think. This is, that's some white man privilege that's right there. definitely I wish the police people. would pull me over. I'd tell them, fuck Nance Pelosi. Hey, hey. Hey, <laughs> can't tell me what to do. Yeah. So I just, that's two things I've seen like just driving around in the last week. My body, my choice. And it's nuts to me that that's where we've landed politically. Speaking of my body, my choice, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is using that as a, as a defense. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it came out in the news this week yeah. that he is not vaccinated for COVID-19. No, he isn't. But he kind of let people think he was. In an interview a while back, when asked, he said he was, quote, immunized. And he'd been doing behavior like he was vaccinated. So he wasn't wearing his mask, wasn't taking the tests, mm-hmm. was standing in a line with everybody else who was vaccinated. And then he got COVID. And then he got COVID, and then everybody found out that he wasn't vaccinated. And that he had lied about his status and had been behaving in these ways. And it's like, what the hell? He's a very important person. Oh, yeah. People were, people have been losing their minds. I, I've always been a huge Green Bay Packers fan, and I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. Green Bay Packers are the only football team that is owned by the city. So the city of Green Bay, Wisconsin, as a whole, owns the football team of the Green Bay Packers, and the money is distributed back into the city, and they have a board of directors, not an owner. Right. 
And that's socialism. Yeah. And don't tell this to any, uh, just like your random Packers fan, but the reason I'm a fan of the Packers and always have been is because it's socialism in practice. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I feel like a lot of them, if they found out and like really believed that that was the case, would not be fans of them anymore. So keep that a hush hush. Yeah, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody that. But as an individual, I've always loved the Packers for that reason. That's why I have Packers paraphernalia. I've always thought of him as a symbol of like, this is socialism in action. Yeah. Um, and plenty of people love the team. Plenty of people love him. Yeah, I know. He's I know. huge. He's a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> I used to good. like him. I, well, he's an excellent athlete. There's no taking that away from him. Yeah. So um, people are like legit devastated that he lied and yeah. that he didn't get vaccinated. And he's on this like weird woo train yeah, consulting with Joe Rogan uh-huh. on how to treat his covid yeah he called joe rogan yeah he called dr rogan for why not just call me at that point like (laughs) and you know that joe was like all right get you some horse paste yeah i can't (laughs) i've what qualification does joe rogan have to be giving you advice on anything i don't know none whatsoever i mean well i guess mma fighting like if you needed advice on how to fight a guy (laughs) i guess joe rogan's the one to call maybe aaron was like hey joe how do i fight this yeah I mean, in in, the, in in that respect, I guess I would call Joe Rogan if I wanted to know how to fight a guy. Yeah. Or if I wanted to know how to listen to myself talk for four hours a day. Every day. Wow. No, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. I don't even want to talk that I can't. No, I can't imagine. I don't want to hear either of us for that long. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would like to abruptly segue into yet another news story that is just incredible that I saw today, actually, that said... Prince Harry says he told Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, about the Capitol riot being a potential coup before January 6th. Literally the day before. Yeah, and and that's in the news now. Like, Prince Harry totally called it, I guess, or something. Mm -hmm. He's psychic. And I'm I'm like, so let me get this straight. You're (laughs) Prince Harry. Let me put myself in the mind frame. All right, I'm Prince Harry. Hello, I like tea and crumpets and whatnot. (laughs) Right. All right, I'm Prince Harry. Uh, I go, oh no, this Twitter, everything on Twitter is all a a Twitter, I guess is the word. (laughs) Twitter's all a Twitter with these things about insurrection. Hmm. I know. I'll call me mate Jack Dorsey of all people (laughs) and let him know. That'll solve it. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and like, I guess he, or he, he's just like, Mary Poppins wasn't there to fix it. I don't know. Why did he call Jack Dorsey? Because, well, what I read said that he saw the trend happening on Twitter that they were making plans. The, uh-huh. the people Everyone saw it. were making plans for January 6th uh-huh. and inciting, you know, riot and violence and so overthrowing the government. Tell- and Harry was like, I can't, you know, let's sit here and let this happen. I can't. I got in a fear. And so then he called up Jack and was like, Jack, shit's going down on your platform, man. And Jack was like, what? what? Well, no, Jack didn't say anything. In fact, Jack hasn't spoken to Harry since. Yeah, well, well what, what? I don't know. What do, what do you want him to do? It was too late. It was too late, Prince Harry. You're not Superman. Like, I don't, what the fuck does it, does he think that his job as the prince is to like secretly monitor Twitter, Twitter and yeah. let the CEO know if some fucking shady shit's going down. That's just the craziest, weirdest story. Like, I mean, I kind of understood the tie that he put out there was that 
it was the sensationalism um, of people getting worked up over something that wasn't real, like the, you know, the big steal, quote unquote, the lie uh-huh. that the Joe Biden isn't supposed to be president or whatever. Right. And Harry saw that. And he, in his mind, this is what he said, it reminded him of the hysteria around his mother okay. and how the the sensationalism and the chaos <laughs> Okay. led to her death. Yeah. And so he just saw that kind of happening yeah. with Twitter and these crazy QAnon okay. people. So he so he essentially stepped in as the as is the father figure for America. Yes, he did. To save us from our mom dying tragically like oh yes. so he's like Batman. He's yes. like Batman. His mom died tragically yes. and now he is patrolling the streets at night. <laughs> make dressed as a bat, making sure that we don't have this befall the same ill fate that happened to him. That's correct. He is Batman. Harry. For America. Yes. So that's that's a weird ass story, but that was <laughs> Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. We also had a a senator post a video that it's like from anime. He posted it on Twitter and was like, anybody like anime? Which is, also, is first of all, bizarre. I can't imagine a senator knowing what anime is. Most of them are kind of old. Yeah. So do they even... Uh... But it was like, it was him, like, you know, uh, animated into the video. So like... Oh, they he put was his face, in the anime? They put his face on the anime guy. Okay. And while the anime guy's killing people, and the people he's killing is like AOC <gasps> and Joe Biden. Ooh. So like, yeah, he, he they, it was like one of those where they took the faces out and put faces of other people on i see yeah and he tweeted that and like just put it out there like hey yeah here's a video of me as an anime character killing uh aoc and joe biden which is america always been this fucked i don't think this new well at the beginning i think it was and then i think we had you know some period of calm for a while and now it's back to the way it was because you have to remember there was a time period when people got shot and beaten on the floor of the house. In That's the what Senate. I'm trying to say. I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to sit here and say that like, oh, this is so different from how it's ever been. Yeah. Because I'm like, well. People got beaten and guns drawn on them on the house. Yeah. The house members used to have duels. Yeah. If they so, disagreed, I mean, they would take it outside and shoot each other. So it's it has been this crazy. It's just been a long time since it's been this wild. Yeah, we were lulled there for like a century or so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like this is kind of what it must have felt like then. Yeah, just fucking nuts. Like who knows what's going to happen. Like Just nuts. Like for all I know, Marco Rubio is going to like drop kick somebody off the balcony of the Senate. You <laughs> and know what feel I mean? justified and, in doing so. Yeah, and... <laughs> All of that stuff. And it'll be, so, let's go, Marco. Yeah, that's that's where, you know, for all I know, that's where we're at. And also, uh, Travis uh, Scott, who was somebody I'd never even heard of, um, was but apparently is a rapper mm-hmm. by the name of Travis Scott. <laughs> apparently, he has hooked up with one of the... Car- the- Kardashian, Kardashian sisters. sisters, one of the Jenners, one of the Jenners or something. I don't know. We're so old. I I I, I have no shame admitting I don't really know who yeah. all those people are or why they're famous, <laughs> but I know that they are. No one really knows why they're famous. And he has a concert, and uh, eight people die. They're not just people; they were kids. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, their kids. kids die um, at a, at a concert because they did it all wrong and they money. failed a lot of things. It was about money and greed and not planning properly and. Yeah, I think he had a history of kind of inciting people to yeah, and then act badly and cutting corners on cost. Yeah, which is very similar to the thing 
that also has been in the news with Alec Baldwin on the set of the movie Rust. Yeah. Killing a lady. Yeah, you get what you pay for. Yeah, and so there's been this like pattern of like, we're cutting corners and we're just trying to squeak by and pretend like everything's normal. Because Hollywood's not. been on strike. Yeah. Because of the unions exactly. and wanting more pay. And so they're like, well, we got to keep filming. So we're just going to so hire, hire scabs. some scrub, you know, scabs and we'll deal with it. Yeah, that that's and, and what happens. And then that's what happens. Yeah. I, I think, I think it, it, there's a pattern to this and it's probably only going to get worse of, of just cutting corners, of just trying to push through and make everything happen. We're just going to make it. Go away, the pandemic. We're just going to make everything be yeah, okay. Yeah, I feel like at this point, the way people are living their lives when, in terms of the pandemic is that if they just keep living it and pretend it's not happening, then it's not. Yeah, if we just pretend hard enough. It's like it's like watching two, like, have you ever had a friend, or maybe this happened to you, whose parents were getting divorced and they can't stand each other, but they still lived in the same house for the kids, mm. and they somehow that's going to be better for the kids, even though the kids know that the tension is there all the time, and yeah. the tension is there, and it's so palpable that it makes the, the whole situation awkward, even for people that come over to visit, like me, who's supposed to be your friend, and now <laughs> I gotta sit in a room with your weird-ass dad and your weird-ass mom not talking and just staring at each other, slowly eating dinner, just staring. <laughs> this is an incredibly specific story. Yeah, it is. <laughs> But if, if if anything like that's happened to you, you understand how that feels, and that's that's the situation that we're in. Like that's where we're that's at. It's true. I feel like everything is just very palpable. Like yeah, the tension. It's just awful. stress. Yeah. It's just awful. And if we just pretend it's not there, and it's like that doesn't work, man. No. It doesn't work. And anybody on the outside, like me in this story scenario, can see it and can feel it and thinks it's gross. Mm -hmm. But that's but that's what we're all trying to do, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you can pretend like it's not there, um, but it is still there. But you know who wasn't there? Steve Bannon. Yeah, Steve Bannon. <laughs> he just doesn't show up. He can't be bothered. He's off sweating somewhere in his five-layered oh, t-shirts. That guy is always wearing a lot of shirts. <laughs> yeah. So he's weirdly always got like six collars coming out. And you're like, how many shirts... Do you have on? Because he's kind of a big guy, so it's like, how do you, why, sir? Why? I don't know why he wears so many shirts you and jackets. Rudy, alcoholic-looking <laughs> SOB. He's like Johnny Depp is with accessories. It's just like he's just with that with shirts. Yes, yes, yes. So he got subpoenaed by Congress. Yeah. As part of the investigation into the January sixth riots or insurrection attempt or whatever. Mm -hmm. Coup. And coup, whatever you want to call it. Prince yes. Harry called it a coup. <laughs> Prince Harry said, Jack, you've got to do something. You've got to do something, Jack. <laughs> anyway. They've put up the bat signal. God. <laughs> Shit. Okay. So, Steve... <laughs> Steve Bannon couldn't fucking be bothered to show up. Yeah. For for He just didn't show up. Like Congress. Just they were like, just like eh, it's Congress. I'm could a... you imagine? No. I, I don't have the cojones. No, I Like if I Congress was like, Amanda. Yeah, you gotta be here. You must come testify. I would show I'd up. I'd be like, okay, I'll yeah. be there. Um, but he didn't. He no, didn't, he just didn't. He just didn't show up. And so then they have since um, held him in whatever contempt, contempt of Congress of Congress, and and they've sent the paperwork to the DOJ, and the DOJ has been doing something. <laughs> we don't know because Who knows? well, we're not privy to that. No, um, and that may be good or bad. That's a different conversation. Who knows? Um, and so people are getting really kind of anxious, and they're yeah. getting frustrated because they're like, "Hey, if you guys don't do something, this is going to look even more bad." Yeah, like you can just not show up. Yeah. 
you're just going to let him get away with it. But that's not necessarily the case. So I read an article this week, an opinion piece by Joyce Vance, you know Mm -hmm. her, um, for NBC, where she talked about um, this kind of window of delay. Yeah. (laughs) And she was just, she was trying to calm us Uh lefties and be like, listen, these things take time. And if you're on the side of the DOJ, the prosecutor side, you want to make sure that you have all the evidence necessary to bring the formal charges before you just go out and say, we're we think this is what has happened. And sometimes that does take time. So she wrote this piece basically to try to calm us. <laughs> but I mean, but, like, what is there evidence? He didn't show up. You don't need any evidence. I don't know. But that's also part of the frustration is that the judicial process in in that particular way is, is not open. It's not transparent. Right. So those of us who are watching don't have anything to look at. Right. So we don't know what the DOJ is really doing, but she tried. Well, I can say I really like her, uh, Dr. Joyce Vance. Mm-hmm. I think she's a doctor, right? Um, senator, the DA, DA, whatever. She's she definitely an attorney. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Joyce Van, I like her. Uh, I can picture her with her southern accent saying these things. I get it. But also, like, you're asking me for patience right now, and that's something that, like, nobody has at this particular moment. No one has patience, Joyce. Yeah, like, now is not the time to ask <laughs> us for patience. Yeah. Christmas is coming. Mariah Carey just murdered Halloween. <laughs> Um, I'll tell you, as soon as Halloween was done, that Mariah Carey music started immediately. Oh, my God. It, it, I hate Christmas music so bad. And I hate that we have two months of it. Yeah. It drives me insane every year. No. It really doesn't bother me that it much. It drives me but nuts I know every year. it bothers you. <laughs> it drives me crazy. And I'll probably rant about it again. I'm sure. The only time I like it is on Christmas Day. I, I like it on Christmas Day. Well, that's appropriate. Yeah, but for the, uh, in November, I really fucking hate it. Yeah. Um. So right now, um, I hate Christmas music. There is only one Christmas music that I look forward to listening to every year, and that's Jody Arias singing "Oh Holy Night" <laughs> in prison. The video of Jody singing "Oh Holy Night" in prison is something I look forward to watching every year. It always fills me with hope and joy. <laughs> If you don't know about that one, look it up. It's excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh Mm -hmm. And so that's a little Easter egg for you. Yeah. And also, if you really want to know about Jody Arias, you can listen to our episode. uh, It was titled (laughs) Underwear Perverts and Their Downslide into Murder. Can't even say it with a straight face. (laughs) I really can't. But that's what it's titled. Underwear Perverts and Their Downslide into Murder. And I guess that concludes our list of news articles in no particular order, except for our most immediate breaking news. Breaking. Um, <laughs> we just we received a fan letter from um somebody we had uh, never met before. Uh, we did uh, a fan email. Yes, that made me feel really really good. It was mm-hmm. from Kim in Alaska. Alaska. In Alaska of, of all, all places. places. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to say thank you for listening, Kim, and we really appreciate your email. Yeah, thank you. And it's really great to hear from you. I, I'm, I'm shocked, and uh, I feel great to know that somebody out there listens to the show and that they enjoy what we do because we really like making it. And it came from somebody who's not a guilted family member or <laughs> yeah. friend. Yeah, that we make listen. Uh huh. So that felt great, and I just wanted to thank her. So thank you very much, Kim. Thank you, Kim. And. Uh, 
if you want to find more episodes to listen to that would be good, you know, uh, besides underwear perverts and their downslide into murder, <laughs> which is should be up there on your list to listen to, honestly, because it's one of our best episodes. Mm-hmm. But you can find a whole bunch more on our website. CarolinaSnowflakes.com Or you can get on Facebook and interact with us and other people in the metaverse, I guess. Metaverse, yes. Mm-hmm. Facebook.com forward slash Carolina Snowflakes. And if any of our other fans would like to send an email, we would love to hear from you. We'll give you a shout out like we did for Kim. All you got to do is email us at Carolina Snowflakes at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.